Sharks aren't supposed to cry Or so the saying goes If tears fell from a shark eye How would you ever know? Welcome everybody to Trees Ash Show. Shark Week continuing here. We are almost all sharked out, but we still got one or two more to go. So uh, joining me today, friend of the show, we've kept in touch since last year, a shark diver, but now I'm going to introduce him as something different, the project manager for the exhibit department in the famous Georgia Aquarium, one of the largest aquariums in the country, in the world. I'll just say world to hype them up <laughs> and embarrass them, but it is what it is. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good, buddy. Thanks for having me back. Uh, we had an absolute blast last summer. I'm excited to be back. Uh, you know, really proud of you and your show and, and, and what you guys have built. And the fact that your Shark Week is even longer than a week this year is yeah. is. <laughs> Honestly, it's I'm awesome. I'm, I'm exhausted. excited to talk sharks with you again. Next next year, I actually might just go with an ocean week, so I have more <laughs> options, and yeah. I can get like a sea lion expert, like sure. a whale expert, because I I'm almost sharked out at this point. But <laughs> hell, man, you got to keep going. There's always exactly. stuff to learn. But I'll tell you, your your repertoire, like the people you're getting on your show, is awesome. Like the 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 names of the folks that I saw, you have some top quality scientists on there and they're representing all different types of genres of shark science. And that's, that's really coming to light recently. And I, you know, I think that's awesome. So hey, I'm excited. Man. yeah, we try, man. And uh, it's one of our favorite things to do We're we're, we're in our infancy, yeah. but like, it's still fun. And you know, I, I would even if I, even if we didn't do like a shark week thing, just having conversations in itself and learning is always uh always a plus. Absolutely. Knowledge is power. That's what I say. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I say. I've been saying that since I was seven <laughs> years old. So, all right, before we get into some shark questions, because I do have a couple, I do want to get into what we really didn't discuss last year, because like you were kind of working on some stuff you couldn't yeah. talk about, but uh, luckily you, you sort of got the green light. So um, yeah. talk about like what you do now and your work at the Georgia Aquarium and like what, sure. what, what the year is taken. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, so last summer, we were basically uh, a couple months away from the grand opening of the Sharks, Predators of the Deep exhibit. It's a 1.2 million gallon, uh, about 200 foot long shark habitat at, uh, at Georgia Aquarium. And what was going to make it extremely special was the different species that we uh, currently have on display. It, it's a research and exhibition uh, exhibit, and we feature hammerheads sand tiger sharks, silver tips, and currently we're the only aquarium in the country to have tiger sharks on display. We have beautiful tiger sharks. They're thriving. They're doing great. Uh, they're eating almost every day. And yeah, it's, uh, it's been awesome to watch these animals in the habitat for almost a year now and really, and really thriving. So yeah, when, when we talked last summer, I was kind of right in the thick of it and uh, we hadn't announced any release date or anything like that. So I'm really happy that this summer we can actually talk about it. You know, we have uh, thousands of guests that are coming in and, and seeing the exhibit and the, the, the feedback from it, the, the guests really seem to enjoy it. And ultimately that's what it's all about. Now. Yeah. Like what, what exactly is it like a walkthrough? You know yes. what I mean? Like it's a, yeah. do people just stand up against the glass kind of and see the fish come or the sharks coming through. And then there's facts about them. Yes, exactly. So the, the exhibit itself, as I mentioned, is about 200 feet long. Mm -hmm. And as a guest, you actually walk the, uh, 
the perimeter of that entire expansive habitat. So you get to see the animals from 15 different viewing windows. So it's not just one window you walk up to and, oh, cool, there's a shark. You walk around the entire expanse of the habitat and get to see the animals from different angles and see them coming from different uh, areas of the habitat itself. There's rocky seamounts in the middle. So you get a view, a different view at each different viewing window. And then my main responsibility, you already touched on it, actually. My main responsibility with the project was all of the educational content that is on the wall next to the actual live animal uh, viewing windows themselves. Uh, how did you get pegged for that? Like, did you, did you like, did you apply for that or they I did? I did. Yeah. So very quick backstory. <laughs> I was an animal care specialist for 15 years. And it's funny. You just said sea lion person. I worked with sea lions for 10 of those 15 years. Wow. So I know sea lions really well and working with sea lions actually helped kind of foster my appreciation for sharks. Because when you look at a sea lion, it's a very fast, agile, and strong animal. The best way to, to, when, when you look at an animal, to understand why it's so awesome is that you kind of have to look at its predator. What, what hunts a sea lion? What makes a sea lion have to evolve to be fast and strong and powerful? That predator is a shark. Mm-hmm. The main predator of sea lions are great white sharks. Mm-hmm. So seeing what sea lions can do and what they have to do to survive to avoid being eaten by, by great whites or other species of sharks, I was just like, man, sharks have got to be incredible. Um, and when I found out that the aquarium was going to be uh, building the, one of the country's largest shark displays, I uh, was just like, man, this could really be an opportunity to do something really cool, uh, to, to be at the, 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 basically from the ground up, help build uh, a shark exhibit that actually is going to benefit sharks. So I left my 15 year zoological career and completely changed career paths to, uh, to help work on this project. So it was terrifying, but it was also exciting at the same time because as a lifelong shark lover, it was just an opportunity I could not pass up to to work on a a shark research um, and exhibition type of exhibit. Good for you though, because that's not easy. I mean, change isn't easy. I see it from people like even younger than me who are just like, I guess like complacent, you know, where they yeah. are. And it's not that it's a bad thing if that's what you want to do. I just know that there's some people I know who can do more, but yeah. they just don't, they're scared of that change. So, so for you to take that leap, man, that's, that's ballsy. So how nervous <laughs> were you building it? Like, what? Uh, extremely because I have no construction background whatsoever. Um, you know, I need to read the instructions just to plug in the toaster and don't even get me started on Ikea. I have oh, yeah. a friend come over to help. So I'm not a very, I'm not a technical person. I'm a very, uh, you know, I'm a very kinesthetic person. I'm a very hands-on, got to see it, got to do it, got to experience it. And the best part about what my role ended up being with the shark exhibit, what it was, it was less about the construction side of things and more about the interpretives, more about the guest experience and teaching the guests about sharks and ultimately flipping the script on that, uh, on that kind of shark myth of them Mm -hmm. being that, jaws man eater and towards the end we actually wanted guests to feel sympathy about sharks because sharks are in trouble you know the 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 statistic that is said year after year it's so troubling is that 100 million sharks are are killed every single year and that's just unsustainable and that's very very scary and that's we wanted the, the the guests that enter that exhibit to walk away being like okay sharks are a little bit different than jaws this is something you know, kind of, you know, do a little bit of reputation management, so to speak. 
Now, when you say they're killed, uh, do you mean like human interaction or just in general? Yeah. No, no, yeah, human interaction through, oh man, uh, from overfishing, from bycatch, from trophy hunting, from pollution, all all aspects um, for their fins as well. I mean, the, the the number of sharks that are killed simply for a tasteless soup, mm-hmm. um, which in some parts of the world is seen as a delicacy and a status symbol, right. it just it it just you know, it, it, it just blows my mind. Um, but it's something that we didn't shy away from. We actually have an exhibit uh, within the gallery itself that talks about shark fin soup and, you know, somewhere around uh, 70 million sharks um, are killed for nothing more than their fins. Yeah, that's horrible, man. It's, it's, it's terrible. It's a very sad statistic. And um, I really hope that Shark Week starts to actually get into uh, shark conservation a little bit more. I from what I've heard this year is going to have a lot more conservation kind of oriented yeah. content. So I'm, I'm really excited to see that. Cause I think it's, it's time to get away from the jaws myth and more towards what these animals can really do. Well, I think they finally, after I would say 10 years, they finally put their ear to the ground and heard what people were saying. Yeah. And we, we had this discussion with Dr. David Schiffman when he was on, like these people, a lot of times, and it's not necessarily the station itself, like God bless Nat Geo Discovery Channel. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's 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 almost like the programmers who do it, they're tone deaf to an extent. Right. We've talked about this. Like, we've had everyone on from comedians to battle rappers, and not one of them wants the like not one of them wouldn't tune in because right. a celebrity wasn't on it. So like they want to hear the facts. They want to actually see it. Everyone's going to watch shark week. Right. You know, like it doesn't matter if you have on uh, Brad Pitt or if yeah. you have on a shark scientist, like when I turn on these shows, like what on earth or abandoned mysteries, I want to hear the people who are experts on it. Right. I don't give a damn what some Hollywood <laughs> celebrity thinks the abandoned mystery vault in Germany is. Right. I don't want to hear what just throwing them out there. I don't want to hear what Brad Pitt again thinks of Hitler's lost gold. I want to know where it is and what the hell we can do to return it to its Jewish ancestors. So that is my rant for the day. No, let me uh... Tell me, how do you really feel about it? Yeah, I'm pissed <laughs> off now. Like, <laughs> no, but the thing is, like, and, and you said it as well, it's nothing against those networks. Those right. networks are basing it off of the people that, that, that want to watch it. Right. And if, if having a celebrity on is going to bring uh, a different type of, of viewer onto an episode that could actually get them into something to do with shark conservation, then, then I'm all for that. Right. I just think that they, uh, you know, kind of getting away from that more megalodon style right. of show from a couple years back uh, and getting more into the actual shark science of things. I don't care if there's a celebrity helping there measure a shark. I think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think that helps dispel myths right there. It's, but you're absolutely right. It, people are going to watch anybody measure a shark, you know? Uh, so yeah. But I am, we'll, I am I'm, such I'm, a, I'm very optimistic. I am also such a piece of shit sellout. I just said that whole spiel. If, Discovery Channel came and offered me money to do that, I would be there in a heartbeat. And I would just go against everything I just said. But I admit it, and I'm not above that. That's the sure. difference. Yeah, I mean, you, you have your, your views, same as anybody. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, that's it. Just get ready to delete this video whenever you, uh, <laughs> yeah, you get no. back You got to own it. So, hey, yeah. how did you choose what sharks you wanted in the exhibit? Like, was there any you had to leave out because they were too endangered? You couldn't get them in? Oh, no. And actually, that's uh, 
that, that <laughs> those kind of decisions, that's well above my pay grade. Okay. Uh, right. I, I think that was something that, uh, you know, from the very beginning, the, the, the whole idea was to have shark species that most people don't get a chance to see. Mm-hmm. And especially with tiger sharks, it's going to be very difficult to get, uh, you know, folks from, you know, the South or Southeast to get out and actually see a tiger shark. So for many folks, this is going to be the one and only opportunity they get to see a tiger shark up close or That's a great hammerhead cool. up close. And, and that, that opportunity, um, it really just, it makes the animals ambassadors for their kind and seeing how beautiful actually a tiger shark is up close and personal, uh, is, is, is very shocking. It's, uh, it's, you're in, and, and that, that was the whole point. The, the whole storyline of the exhibit was fear to fascination mm-hmm. from the beginning. We wanted you to recognize, yeah, sharks are feared. Sharks are, they have that reputation. And as you go through, we talk all about shark science and the, the, all the cool stuff that we've learned about these animals throughout the years. And then as you continue through, you start to see what are actually affecting sharks from overfishing to shark finning to, uh, you know, uh, runoff from rivers going into the ocean and causing, you know, dead zones in the Gulf of Mexico, things like that, things that are really affecting these animals. So at the end, you kind of, you kind of go in afraid of sharks and then towards the end of it. And we want you to kind of walk away. We want you to be not afraid of sharks, but afraid for sharks. Yeah. You kind of, you know, almost have sympathy, sympathy for this, uh, you know, was that um, Rolling Stone song, uh, sympathy for the devil. Kind of have that, that, that little, um, you know, like, man, these guys maybe aren't so bad. They're just misunderstood. And here's an opportunity. What can we do to actually help protect them? So there was a, it was really cool. And that's what was so engaging and so attractive to me to actually take this position and, and be a part of this project was, I, you know, I care about sharks. And right. from the beginning, the, the whole purpose from the very beginning was to dispel myths and to have people actually appreciate and want to conserve sharks instead of the, you know, decades old, you know, uh, uh, you know, jaws of the deep, the serial killer shark, all that kind of stuff. There's nothing like that in this exhibit. Right. Um, when you talk about like conservation, like uh, overfishing and finning, you know, things that people saw, like seek out and do, what's something like the average citizen like I might be doing on like a daily, weekly, monthly basis that is contributing to it, if there's anything that like we could stop doing? No, there's, uh, there, it's, it's kind of one of those things about being a, a, a smart consumer making sure that the, the seafood that you're eating, that, I mean, that's probably the simplest one, making sure that the seafood that you're eating is coming from a sustainable or well-regulated or managed source. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are different things. Uh, we have a program at the aquarium called Seafood Savvy, where we have a list you can actually download or a little card you can take away as a guest where you can learn about the different uh, fish that are the, the best ones and the most sustainable and the most ecologically friendly to eat. Um, honestly, man, seafood is probably <laughs> the number one way that uh, a consumer in Sheboygan, Wisconsin can help affect shark populations in the Caribbean or off of California, because, you know, from ocean to, to plate, there's not that much distance traveled. You'd be surprised how quickly seafood gets to all over the country, all over the world. So That's, making yeah. sure that your, your food is coming from a sustainable source, probably the number one way. That's right. Second yeah. way will probably be just check the ingredients of like cosmetics and different things like that. There's a particular uh, oil in sharks called squalene that uh, ends up in cosmetics and makeup quite a bit. Um, mm. They're starting to kind of get on board with synthetic versions of that, but 
shark products are definitely out there and there are consumer purchases that can drive the actual um, you know, fishing and Makes overfishing sense. or uh, unsustainable collection of sharks. You almost feel like, too, with like um, vegetarians or veganism, like the ocean animals kind of get overlooked in a yeah. weird way, right? Like, yeah. I, I know a few vegans and it's like, oh, this, you know, it comes from a cow, a chicken lays an egg, but it's like, you never really hear like, oh, this is an octopus, like, or, right. you know, the ocean animals. So they probably do get overlooked when it comes to consumers because no one sure. would think shark or in anything you know well and that's the thing like if you get a, a little lipstick case it's not going to say uh you know made with red color dye and the liver i'm, I'm completely making uh, that yeah. i don't know where squalene actually comes from i'm sorry but it's not going to say and byproducts of a mako shark on your lipstick case they're going to hide it in that name squalene uh s-q-u-a-l-e-n-e is what it's called. That sounds like a word I'd beat everybody in Scrabble with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, there you go, really, folks. That's yeah. a 10-pointer right there. That's Triple squalling. word score, you know, triple letter yeah. score with the 10-point Q. Yeah. It's, it's just a must win. Uh, for the exhibit, um, is there now that it's done, is there anything you, you personally wish you could have done different, or is it all just perfect, 100%? Like, looking what, back. You know, what, uh, what's really cool about it, is that we have several interactives um, set up in the, in the exhibit itself that we are actually to this date still updating with new information. Nice. So as far as anything like that goes, I mean, I am extremely happy how everything turned out. I mean, guests are getting so much shark information that, you know, it's so cool that I even spoke to a gentleman not too long ago. He walked through once to look at the sharks and felt bad that he didn't get a chance to read all the stuff. So he came back later in the day, didn't look in the exhibit itself. He spent his entire afternoon reading all of the content, doing all of the touchscreen interactives and getting all yeah. the educational information that he could. So it, hearing that kind of stuff, like once it's up there, it's, it's kind of there. But we also built in some ways that we can go back and update the information as much as possible. And uh, I'm pretty excited about that. We still have a group that will go into some of the interactives and update with the, the latest shark information. And that's real cool because like it, it goes museums and exhibits like that will never go away, even like with Google around or these like things because the interaction concept, sure. people like to be there. Like that guy could have legit just Googled everything about the sharks, but there was something about being there, being in the environment yeah. that's always cool. Like it's something in Jersey we have like right around Liberty Science Center, like – you know, you could Google all this stuff, but there's something about being there, something about yeah. seeing the monuments, seeing the exhibits. It's like, it is really cool. So I'm very happy right. for you. I do have to ask about the sharks you have in there. Now, everyone, you every episode you see, Great White, Tiger Shark, Lemon Shark, like mm -hmm. what's one of the sharks you wish people knew more about that are really cool? Honestly, from my experience with this project, it's, I'm going to have to go back to, uh, I'm going to have to go back to the tiger sharks. Okay. Because, and this is kind of a two-parter, as, as part of this exhibit, um, we set up this really cool interactive entrance where we had live action sharks swimming across a digital background with a bait ball of fish that actually through thermal cameras follows the guests as they walk through That's this little cool. mini tunnel. So they're digital, like the, the, the fish yeah, yeah. are fake but the sharks in the background are all real sharks. And I was lucky enough. I got to go to the Bahamas and actually dive with wild tiger sharks and film these animals for this particular interactive 
as well as different components of the educational content around the entire exhibit. And I had never dove with tiger sharks before. I had never seen a tiger shark before until I'm in the middle of the Bahamas at a dive site called Tiger Beach. And there's no other boats around 40 feet of crystal clear water. And you dive in and there's the biggest sharks I've ever seen in my entire life. I like how you prefaced it with saying, I was lucky enough. Most people watch and be like, yeah, you weren't lucky at all. Like, that's yeah. not lucky. But, but here's the thing, and, and, it, and it's kind of very serendipitous how it worked out because the, um, <laughs> the, the, the whole story arc of the, of the exhibit is fear to fascination. Mm-hmm. And it's basically the same emotion that I had <laughs> in my dive gear about to jump into these Bahamian waters knowing that there's four tiger sharks 40 feet down at the bottom waiting for us to, to get in. Um, so I kind of went through that whole story arc myself because once I was in the water, once I got down to the bottom and once I just looked around and, and saw these animals, it was the most beautiful and relaxing and just awe-inspiring thing I had, I had ever seen in my life, being yeah. surrounded by tiger sharks. Yeah, now, you have to be smart right, about man. it. I'm not romanticizing it so people go out and want to <laughs> dive with tiger sharks. I'm just saying that it was – the best case scenario, it was a very safe encounter. It was uh, very up close and personal, but it was, it was life-changing. Best, best dive, and you know that I have a lot of experience diving, and, yeah. and that's one of my passions. But uh, being able to go out there and dive with, with wild tiger sharks was one of the coolest things. And the fact that footage and animals that I experienced that day diving in the Bahamas, I now can go into the exhibit and see those animals as part of the displays and interactions and seeing how many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people are seeing those animals that I got to dive with that one day. That's something that, you know, talk about no regrets or unbelievable experience. That's one of them. It's almost living proof that like, it's so cliche, but like money, like doesn't mean everything. Like, like you could be making a million dollars, but like that is so much more like, um, I don't know, satisfying. You know what I mean? To like have to affect people's lives in that way. For you to have like your own work that you like sought after your whole life be on display and for millions of people to walk through an exhibit and see it knowing like you did that. That's got to be like the cool, the highlight of your life so far, right? Yeah, no, it, it, in a way it kind of feels, and this is a, a kind of a, <clears throat> kind of an odd parallel, but uh, you know, I'm not a teacher, but it mm-hmm. feels like it's almost like sharing that experience with, with, you know, with a class, it's a whole bunch of people that you have their attention for a short amount of time. What can you teach them? And through these uh, exhibits and through these different videos and interactives and things like that, it's, it's that, it's that opportunity to be able to teach a little bit about that experience that I got to have and how it was just, I got out of that water, it, it, you know, completely not to get emotional or anything like that, but it was one of those moments where I walked out of the water and just had to, sit down and take a breath and be like, did that really just happen? Yeah. At now, one point, man, we had eight tiger sharks around us. Eight. Sounds like my nightmare. No, like- <laughs> it was, it was okay. You know, that scene in Jurassic park when they pull up in the Jeeps and you hear that John Williams orchestra. Yeah. We had that. I had that. At, I had that at my wedding when we walked through the doors. Did you really? Yeah. Good for you. Yes. But, but, but honestly, you would think it'd be more like Jaws, dun, 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 dun. It right. wasn't, man. It was, it was beautiful. But again, and this is for everyone out there watching, it's got to be the right, you know, make sure you're staying as safe as possible 
and it was the it was the right conditions and all that kind of stuff. But it was an experience, an opportunity of a lifetime to 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 to, to dive with those animals, and cool. then have it just live on forever yeah. as part of those educational uh, interactives. Is yeah, that's my favorite. No, just because this is on the site and it's public knowledge with the aquarium, like. What was this the only shark thing there, or are there different shark, um, uh, not exhibits, but material there? Like, you know what I mean? Or was this oh, like? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, since the uh, the uh, aquarium has been open, has been open since the mid two thousands, mm -hmm. and they've had different shark species there, including whale sharks, sandbar sharks, um, all types of rays, mantas, things like that. There's been a ton of shark information available, but this exhibit wanted to strictly talk about that fear to fascination mm -hmm. story arc and be strictly about, you know, predatory sharks. That's the, the exhibit name it shell, uh, itself is sharks, predators of the deep. So oh, it's, yes. we, we didn't want to hide from the fact that yes, these are predators. Absolutely. But they're amazing predators that are, <laughs> you know, evolved for millions of years into what we, the, in, into what they are now and what they are now is uh, incredible, but we're losing them so fast that, there's so much we have to learn from them still. And uh, yeah, so it was, it was the right time to have a shark research education and conservation exhibit open. Now, how many kids do you see in there? Like, um, is it, is it picking up with like young children actually coming to see sharks? Cause when I was a kid, like it wasn't even an option. Like nobody wanted to like learn about <laughs> shark. Like it was just like, what are you nuts? I'm not yeah. like, I, like, like you said, Oh, I've seen jaws, like deep blue sea just came out. I ain't going in the fucking <laughs> ocean. So like, are you seeing like the youth yeah. actually be more involved and yeah, want yeah. to learn? Yes. We have summer camp programs. Uh, we did virtual uh, classrooms during the COVID shutdown and things like that. Yeah, kids are very interested in sharks. And my favorite part is uh, first thing in the morning, the, the, the summer camp kids who get to spend all day at the aquarium during the summer, they get first dibs. So they get to walk around everything before the general public really comes in. So they get it all to themselves and just seeing them, you know, you can hear hammerhead, you know, you can hear the kids screaming from across the aquarium in the morning when they get a chance to go see those animals. That's cool. So, yeah, it's awesome. And, and, and these are kids too. These are kids from around Metro Atlanta, from, you know, Alabama, Tennessee, the Carolinas. These are our, our, our kids from places that this is the best opportunity for them to see the ocean or for them to experience these species from around the world all in one place. And they can really, you know, take that with them the rest of their life. And this is a full day event, the yeah. aquarium itself, right? Like it oh, is yeah. like you buy a ticket, you will spend eight hours there. There's probably a nice little lunchy on area. You can, like, I mean, you can spend as much time as you want. With a lot of one. weird names for sandwiches that probably are like have entendres with shark or fish stuff, right? Uh, <laughs> thankfully, no, no, okay. we don't, no, no. No, we don't do that. It's, it's, it's not a, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it's not the circus, uh, <laughs> a, uh, certified, uh, you know, scientific institution. So no, there's no, uh, you know, <laughs> sand tiger submarine sandwiches, right, or, yeah. you know, something like that, you know? Um, yeah, nothing, <laughs> the great white egg omelet or anything, there's yeah. nothing like that. It's, uh, yeah, but yeah, people can spend all day. They can do whatever they want. Once they're in the building, they can literally just sit there and enjoy all the different animals and, and things like that. And all the different, uh, galleries. Nice. Uh, just a couple more questions, man. So 
because you're you're like pretty adamant about this the fear to fascination thing. Yeah. So like for people watching, like you personally, because we know like misconceptions about sharks. You personally, like what's the most and I've heard Megalodon mentioned on this mm -hmm. topic. What's the most annoying thing people ask about sharks that just this isn't true or, or mention about sharks that just isn't true that you could shake somebody and just be like, no, like stop. Um, I think that when talking to a guest or any, uh, anything like that, one of the first questions is going to be, how dangerous are they? Do people mm -hmm. dive in there? Do they get attacked? Have you had, da, da, da. you know, how many shark attacks have you had? Or that was, that was an honest question. How many yeah. shark attacks have you had? And the, the, the woman's eyes got really big when I told her that we have a, a dive team that is in the water with the sharks every single day. Mm. No incidents whatsoever. Not saying that it never could. An animal is an animal and is going right. to be an animal. Shit, it's all, my dog, uh, yeah. yeah, your cat but, could bite you, you know, it right. could happen, but yeah. Our divers are professionals. Our animal care specialists are just that. They are animal care specialists. They're specially trained individuals who know how to act around the animals. And if you respect them for what they are and what they can do, that's the best scenario. It's as safe as you can be. Yeah. So, so diving in the exhibit was, is the same for our divers as it was for me in the Bahamas, even though I was out in the middle of the, you know, uh, upper Bahamian Atlantic ocean area, it was the, a very safe scenario. The conditions were perfect and, and it was great. So I think that's the biggest one is do people get bit or do they attack you or all that kind of stuff? Uh, that's not what sharks are out there to do. That's yeah. not what they're designed for. We're not on the menu to a shark. We are an invasive species. Yes. But we do certain things that mimic what they have evolved over millions of years to lead them to an easy meal. Yeah. A not surfer either. on a surfboard up above, if sharks are underneath, sharks are looking up for silhouettes of marine mammal prey, dolphins, potentially uh, sea lions, seals, manatees, things like that. So they're looking up and they see what nature has told them. Hey, that's silhouette at the surface. That's shaped just like a seal. You got to go check it out. And that's yeah. most attacks are nothing more than exploratory bites to find out what that object is in their environment. So when they do like latch on, like, cause I know they bite and let go cause they don't like the taste. Like, like why are cases, is it the bleeding out? That's just yeah. fatal. That's it. They don't yeah. like, keep biting after. Right. Most like, well, let's just, let's get right to it. Let's get to jaws itself. Right, great right. white. Great whites do a behavior called exsanguination. A great white will, let's say like the Farallon or, or, or Channel Islands off the coast of California or Mexico, right there in the Pacific where great whites are, are very plentiful. They will come up from the bottom, bite at the seal or sea lion. And because of how sharp their teeth are, they will basically do so much damage that that animal will bleed out. Okay. A seal or sea lion is strong. And they have really sharp teeth and they can do and have done a lot of damage to sharks that stick around and stay too close. Cause they're, of course they're surviving. They're wanting to fight right. back. But what the sharks have learned is that they can bite the animal and then do that circling, wait for the animal to exhaust itself and to you know, expire. And then they go in for the easy meal. Kind of like a snake just biting a, a something and then the venom kills them. In, in a way, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just... in a way. And that's not, I mean, that's not how sharks, uh, great whites or sharks all over the world do it, but that's just been something that they've noticed, especially with surfers or people that are in the surf, they get that bite. That's what the animals do. They do that one exploratory bite. Ooh, you're something I can eat. I'm going to wait and all that. And, and usually the blood in the water is that dead giveaway for them that literally their prey is now dead and they can go and consume it safely. So right. for, 
for as amazing predators as they are, for as sharp as their teeth are, for as, you know, as they are, they're also wanting to survive themselves. So they go in for that initial attack and then they step away because I don't want to get hurt. I could get hurt. I could get an infection. I could die, anything like that, stay out of the fray and then go in for that easy meal. Right. All right, Josh, uh, before I get to the final thing, because I am going to do that, even though I'm by myself, I normally don't do the, but I do have a couple of questions gun okay. to your head I do want to ask. But, like, explain, like, where we could uh, visit, even though they know it's the Georgia Aquarium, obviously, but, like, how we could visit, how we could purchase tickets, where we could look you up, your 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 exhibit up online, if there's any pictures. Just Sure. I mean, the, 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 the best source is going to be georgiaaquarium.org. Okay. Um, that has all tons of information, especially if you're a teacher out there, if you are a student that wants to learn more, if you're uh, visiting Atlanta and want to come see and learn about all these incredible animals, georgiaaquarium.org is your one-stop shop for all the information you could possibly get on that type of stuff. All right. And as Eric, who can't join us, he calls it the liquid zoo. So it <laughs> yeah. is the largest liquid zoo in the United States. That's right. So before I let you go, I do have two questions because I right. did write these down. Unfortunately, we had a couple mishaps where uh, one or two people had to bail tonight. So I, I did write these down. I'm going to take a victory for this. I don't care <laughs> if it's just me, but that means I have to take a loss as well. Because you have to have one winner or a loser. So for one year, would you rather only eat Georgia peaches or listen to peaches by the presidents of the United States of America? I would eat Georgia peaches any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Uh, it's a great song, though. Yeah, it's a great song. It's a great song. <laughs> I, I would rather just eat peaches. I'm not. Gonna, right. I would rather eat peaches in silence and, and <laughs> instead of listening to that song for a year. Sorry. All right. Would you rather harp on the past or play a harp every time you talk about the past? <laughs> Damn it, I should have saved that one. <laughs> That's a good one. I know, thank you. You can still use it, you know. No, I, um, no, I don't do that. I don't recycle my questions. Do it. No one knows who I am. You can. It use doesn't it matter. Game. There's integrity in this game, even if I'm by myself. All right, so ask the question one more time, because I, I stopped listening halfway through. I'm not going to lie. Would you rather harp on the past or play a harp every time you talk about the past? The harp is a beautiful – I'd rather – I'd rather just harp on the past. Yeah. I'd rather just talk like, about it. I, I don't want to get, because the harp is so beautiful. Yeah. I don't want to get desensitized to it. So I'd rather just talk about the past than just hear a harp whenever. So it's, it maintains its, its beauty. Well, it looks like I'm a vict I'm victorious there. <laughs> so that sucks for everyone who couldn't make it. Josh, thank you very much for coming on. Awesome again. And we'll definitely keep in touch. I mean, we have each other's numbers. So we'll yeah, text. Yeah, we became and, friends over this year, man. It's been good yeah. keeping in touch with you. And like I said, man, I'm, 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 proud of everything that you're doing and and i'm really excited about uh, i mean your shark week is is built up again and you know i uh, if you go into ocean week yeah. next summer or something like that we'll be in touch man there's yeah. there's many 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 ocean stories to tell and uh, a lot of cool stuff out there and ways people can get involved to experience it protect it and and keep it around for future generations and for disclaimer purposes purposes i am not affiliated at all with the discovery channel shark league i just have to throw it out there because it's a legality thing fair enough well done <laughs>